Vatikravna benos Tzulavchad. So this man Tzulavchad passed away and he had five daughters and the daughters came before Moshe and they said to him, Avinu meis by Midbar, our father passed away. Lama yigara, why should we lose out on the opportunity to be able to inherit what would have been his share when we get to the land of Israel? Give us a possession. Give us an inheritance to be able to possess in the land of Israel. Moshe responds, Vayakrev Moshe es mishpatan lifnei Hashem. Now, what that Pasuk means to say is Moshe brought the question to God because Moshe did not know the answer. God had not yet specified how a family of only daughters would inherit. So Moshe did not know the answer offhand. So Moshe brings the question to God and God answers and God says, yes, Benos Tzalafchad, the daughters of Tzalafchad, will inherit their father's portion in the land of Israel. Now, that's what the Pasuk means to say, but that's not what it says. It doesn't say Moshe asked God, but rather, Vayakrev Moshe, Es Mishpatan Lifnei Hashem, which means, and Moshe brought the question close to God. What does that mean? What, what, what's implied by bringing a question close to God? I'd like to suggest two people can do or say the same thing but the meaning and the significance can be very different between the two of them. Here's an amazing story about Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, who was one of the great Torah leaders of the previous generation. It once happened that a Hasidic Rebbe came to visit Rabbi Kamenetsky at his home in Muncie, New York. And when this Hasidic Rebbe came to visit, he brought with him uh, an entourage, a group of his Hasidim, of his followers, and they all came together to visit Rabbi Kamenetsky. And the Rebbe came into the house, and all these Hasidim also came into the house, and uh, they were a little bit pushing to get to the front, to be able to see, to be able to hear, and there was a little bit of a tussle going on, and Rabbi Kamenetsky liked orderly, calm conduct. And so he said, the Rebbe, of course, sat down in a place of honor, but Rabbi Kamenetsky said that the Hasidim should also sit down and be calm and take their, take their place. And he said to them that downstairs in the basement, there are folding chairs. So, one by one, 
the Hasidim, each one of them went down the stairs to get a folding chair, brought up the folding chair, unfolded the folding chair, and sat down on the chair. One after the other, each one of these Hasidim went down, brought up a chair, and sat down. Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky could not contain himself at seeing this sight. And he said to them as follows, When somebody carries a chair from the basement and then sits on it when they bring it up, that person is a schlepper. That person is a manual worker. But if each one of you would have done the same thing, go down to the basement and bring a chair up for the other person, you wouldn't be a schlepper. You would be a magnificent human being doing an act of kindness for another person. In both cases, it's almost exactly the same action. Going down the stairs, carrying a folding chair up. But if you do it for yourself, you're a schlepper. If you do the same thing for somebody else, you're a wonderful human being. Two people can do almost the exact same thing, but it means something very different. Near the end of 40 years in the desert, the Jewish people are on the eastern bank of the Jordan River. And within a short period of time, two groups of people come to Moshe asking for land. Now, on the surface, the request of both of these groups was very similar. They both came to Moshe and they said, we want land. And yet Moshe's response was very different to each of the groups. In next week's Parsha, the Parsha of Matos, we will learn that there were two tribes, the tribe of God and the tribe of Reuven. And they came before Moshe and they said these words, Yutan es ha'aretz hazos la'avdecha la'achuzah. Please give this land where we're standing now as an inheritance, as a possession to our two tribes. Al-ta'avirenu es don't require us to cross over the Jordan River into the land of Israel. We would prefer to stay here on the eastern bank of the Jordan River, the area that today is Jordan. They asked for land. Moshe is upset with them. And Moshe rebukes them because their request was to stay outside of the land of Israel on the eastern bank of the Jordan River. How is it possible that two tribes, two of the 12 tribes, could have left Egypt, traveled 40 years through the desert in order to reach the land of Israel, and right at the entrance, right at the border, to say, we decline this magnificent offer, this gift of the land of Israel. We would prefer to stay here. Hashem, thank you very much, but we'll just stay right here. And Moshe criticizes them for their lack of initiative, their lack of idealism, 
their lack of gratitude for the gift that God is offering. But when the daughters of Tzlavchad come before Moshe, and they say almost exactly the same words, give us land as a possession. Now, Moshe could have chosen to see their request as a purely selfish and material request. We want what's best for us. But Moshe was able to discern that the motive of the daughters of Tzlavchad was not selfish. It was the idealistic desire to be part of settling the land of Israel, to be living in a holy place, to be an active part of the magnificent endeavor to create a Jewish homeland. Moshe did not know the answer to their question. But he did not just ask God their question. He brought their request close to God. He elevated their request. Vayakrev Moshe es mishpaton lifnei Hashem. Moshe elevated their request and presented it to God with their highest motives. And God agreed with Moshe's understanding of their request. Because God responds and says, Vayomer Hashem el Moshe Lemar, God says to Moshe, this is what you should tell them, Cain benos Tzalafchad Dovros. The daughters of Tzalafchad have spoken properly, correctly. Nason titen lehem achuzas nachala. We will certainly give them a, an inheritance as a possession. And this demonstrates the righteousness of these daughters of Tzalafgad, these five sisters. But it also demonstrates the depth of insight of Moshe. He could have seen their request as base and selfish, as he did see the request of Reuven and God in next week's Parsha. But instead, he elevated the request of these holy sisters, and he brought it close to God. So often, an action or a word can be interpreted in more than one way. We should try, where it is possible, to use Moshe's approach to the daughters of Tzalafchad and to evaluate it in the most positive light. My friends, I want to wish you a fantastic Shabbos. And I look forward to seeing each of you soon in person.